Welcome to the Stream Engine Podcast with Dave and Dave. Reviewing all the biggest movies and TV shows from Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, and more of your streaming platforms. Stream Engine. Stream Engine. Stream Engine. We're rolling. This is our first ever attempt at a podcast. Um, Maiden Voyage. My name's Dave Neal. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm a I'm a filmmaker from Brighton, and uh, and I'm Dave Middleton, aka Dave Rave, uh, and I am an escape room owner, which has nothing to do with films uh, whatsoever. But I do like films quite a lot. Yeah, so. you, you probably know more about films than I do, and I'm supposed to know quite a bit about. I'm them, blushing. But I I don't really know much at all, so I'm I'm excited to start doing something, talking about films, um, because I do that a lot. And I think it would be quite fun. And it's not just films we're um, no. we're going to be talking about. We're going to be waffling, crazy waffle, and also TV shows because we're recording this during lockdown, unofficial lockdown. Is it officially lockdown? Uh, it's officially lockdown. Is week number? Is it week number two now? I think it's week number two. Yeah. What day of the week is it? Is it? It's Wednesday. I think it? it's Wednesday. Yeah. But, um, I know it's Wednesday because I hosted uh, the over the internet quiz on Tuesday, so uh, it's definitely Wednesday. That's how I know what day of the week it is. Yes, and uh, I know what day of the week it is because I managed to get quite a lot of work done today because it was Georgia, <laughs> my wife's turn to look after our two-year-old, who was a complete nightmare. <laughs> but she was a great nightmare, so it's good. Yeah, so I, I love the fact that we've, we're like, okay, we're going to make a fi- we're going to try and make a film podcast, and for the debut film podcast, uh, we're actually just going to be talking about a television series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the thing <laughs> to is, kick like, things off. so the fact that everyone's in in lockdown and um, people are just going nuts, like watching TV, streaming stuff, um, and the one show that I think everyone can't stop talking about is Tiger King. Um, Already there are numerous parodies online. There are memes, there are GIFs. I mean... (laughs) It's it's absolutely outrageous. It's like some kind of crystal meth tequila (laughs) tiger adventure dream. Yeah. Um, so should we should we do should we do a rundown of just the premise of what of what it's about? So um, yeah, you go for it. the show is is over seven episodes, and it's uh, it's really focused on a, a chap called Joe Exotic, who, uh, who who lives in America and owns a zoo, and he's he's quite the character. And basically, he it starts off the opening gambit is that he it has been he's gone down for murder for hire, uh, and that's kind of the show kind of plays out how that happens and who all the characters are. And I would like to say before we discuss anything else that murder for hire. Is that like a, a crime over here? Because that's just like, a, it sounds like a sort of phones for you or something like that. <laughs> that's the weirdest term for an actual crime ever, a murder for hire. That is a spoiler as well, technically. It's, like, it's, in, the, it's in the opening like five minutes. They do say that in the opening Do they actually minutes. say it? Because I was like, yeah. it just says murder and then he's in prison. I didn't know that they said murder for hire. But I might no, have missed it. No, it's the it. opening gap. Okay, cool, fine. It's that, the opening gap. There you go, there's me... Uh, not even watching the show properly. Um, <laughs> on the topic, on the topic, we will of spoilers. We will be discussing uh, things in spoilerific detail. Uh, so, if you haven't seen it, then then probably just go go and watch it and then come back and listen to this afterwards. Absolutely. Um, 
Um, we'll we'll give you a warning though. We'll set everything up and we'll talk about it and kind of give you the premise and then then just hit you with the fact that we're about to go into spoilers in case you're like, oh my god, I need to watch that. I mean, the fact that Dave said the lead character is called Joe Exotic, I'd be pausing immediately <laughs> and just watching that because that it's in itself just sums the whole thing up. I think. And he's not in porn either. He's just like, I mean, he does everything but porn, basically. Um, and he's the least exotic man I've ever seen in my life, which is brilliant. He's a, he's just like the weirdest guy. He's the weirdest dude. So, um, again, like not going into too much detail of, of the opening episode, but it's very much an introduction to sort of Joe and the people that are around him. And he is this kind of like, he's got bleach blonde hair and, and, and sort of like bleach earrings. mullet. A mullet, yeah, a mullet, and he sort of wears animal print, and he loves tigers, and uh, creates his own music videos, and he sort of th- he basically thinks he's a bit of a celebrity, doesn't he? He yeah. sort of plays up that. Yeah. As someone who creates music videos on a very regular basis, like I do, that for me was absolutely outstanding because just everything about that was just brilliant. And he's holding the tigers, and there's a bit where he's got his hand covered in poo, and he's just <laughs> singing, and they're like. It's just brilliant. The thing is, though, the songs aren't actually bad either. Like, if you listen to them, you're like, he's he's got a pretty good voice. Like, he's yeah. He, okay. I mean, I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy them. I wouldn't pay money for them. <laughs> yeah, it's just brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I, I. He's just that. Just sums him up, and he's. Weird. I don't know. He's just kind of. He's really this really likable character. We need to set it up a little bit more, but he is a very, very likable mm. character, even though he's kind of like completely untrustworthy and a real, <laughs> <laughs> he can be a real ass. <laughs> and he's like, and he owns all these animals and he probably really shouldn't do um, in the middle of America. But yeah, th- th- so this, this filmmaker is making another documentary <clears throat> and stumbles across this guy who has, doesn't he have like a snow leopard in his van in the middle of like America? Yeah. And like and so he's like, "Oh my god, what are all these crazy wild cats doing in America?" And he starts to investigate it. And along the way, he meets these characters <laughs> which like again, going back to like being a filmmaker myself, like if you if you're going to make a documentary about something and you just stumble across these people, you're just like, "I am going to be a millionaire." I don't know how long it takes me to get this out, but everything that happens is just hilariously it's almost you couldn't write it It, it's no it's it's totally unreal isn't it it's just unbelievable yeah i mean characters as well all the people that you meet are just ridiculous yeah yeah totally and it's like and he's and this guy's like oh my god like he starts filming and he's like this is insane and there's a dot there's so much so joe exotic has got this guy making um, this guy who he's hired to make his TV show, who is also making a documentary <laughs> about <laughs> Joe Exotic and the part. Rick Kirkman. Rick Kirkman. And the great thing is that even the guy who's making another documentary is insanely interesting and weird, and like his voice is amazing. He looks like um he looks like uh I just he looks like the character from like a Coen Brothers movie or something. He looks yeah, like um. 100%. Sam, what's his face from from uh, the Big Lebowski? Like he's just like the weirdest guy ever, and yeah, he's got this awesome gravelly gravelly voice. <laughs> yeah. Like all of them, you could you just couldn't you yeah. couldn't write them. They're they're unbelievably weird characters. And like and <clears throat> they're interviewing the filmmaking guy, like in this 
like cafe and he's like chain smoking with a cowboy hat on like yeah like Joe Exotic I was just you know just had to try and film this documentary and I didn't give a I didn't give a shit about his TV show and it's just like it's so good sorry that was the worst impression <laughs> I was going to try and do an impression voice. of Joe Exotic earlier on but I chose I chose not to I decided not to go, go not without practicing first <laughs> Joe Exotic sounds like some sort of aftershave that you get from Top Man. <laughs> But uh, so so should we start should we start talking about some of the other characters that are yeah. in there as well? Yeah. Uh, so so um so the murder for hire um <clears throat> is uh, basically he's got a sort of I suppose a rival uh, in uh, in this character called Carol character she's not a character she's a real person uh, called Carol Baskin um, and she is sort of a um, she runs the Big Cat Rescue which are basically a kind of uh, animal. Uh, a tiger rescue protection kind of group. Um, so obviously she's sort of at loggerheads with Joe and the fact that he's got this zoo and he, um, you know, sells cub petting and that type of thing. So the two, that a lot of the uh, the plot of the of, of what happens, a lot of what happens centers around this relationship between these two people and how it kind of spirals out of control. That's kind of the catalyst for the events of the documentary. Yeah, absolutely. And she's she kind of seems evil as well. I mean, the, one of the <laughs> things which I thought was um, was kind of really well done i say well done it's totally manipulating the viewers but uh one of the things that was particularly fascinating is most of the characters one minute you absolutely love them and then the next minute you despise them mm. um and even carol baskin who is supposedly you know the good on paper is the good guy in this particular scenario is deeply unlikable uh at various moments throughout, in, in fact, through quite a lot of it, and obviously, again, won't go into spoiler territory at this point. But um, she has a dark past, yeah, a dark history, a, poten- an, a potential dark history. But she has this kind of like she's a she's like a real hippie kind of chick, um, and she's very much you know she wants to do right for all these animals, and she she claims to, that she loves these animals, and she can't believe she's fighting against all these people that are keeping all these wild cats and things. Mm. Um, and she's just got this kind of like glazed look in her eye where you, I don't know, you know, in Family Guy when Stewie's like, he say, he looks somewhere and his head just starts rotating. You know, do you know, remember that? Yeah. But he's yeah. Like, she's just kind of this glazed look like, yes, come into my park and I will cut off your balls. That's what she's. <laughs> she she also does this thing quite a lot when when they whenever they talk about anything that she's um uh she's potentially done wrong or anything that Joe's kind of accused her of uh she she basically sort of glances again does that glance off and and, and kind of laughs it off each time yeah yeah do you notice she does that a lot she's yeah. like <laughs> yeah that would be ridiculous but yeah. she's got this sort of real I don't know it's like a snake or something real un, untrustworthy yeah. vibe about her. Yeah. I mean, but all the characters like that. There's, there's yeah. like, there's probably two in the whole, the whole thing, which, which you actually like and 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 appreciate. Um, yeah. I mean, the the, the, the people who work in the park are great. Um, as much as they, you know, Joe Exotic kind of hires these um, reprobates and these people who've not had much of a chance in life. And there's a woman in it, you know, who's who's homeless and she's just turned up outside a gas station. And he he drives up. How, however much that is bravado for the cameras, I don't know. But he 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 does give those people a chance, and you end up really liking them all. Um, especially there's a guy called Eric, 
who's got like this kind of like <laughs> incredible hair and he's just he's just brilliant and like he's just a convict who's just like he's not he's not got a lot going on upstairs but he's the chief keeper at the, <laughs> the uh, and he's just he looks like, like Aaron Eckhart yeah exactly he does yeah he um, does. I that that's actually really good that really perfectly illustrates the whole sort of like swinging back and forth between liking the characters and disliking them so like yeah. you find out that joe exotic hires a lot of his zookeepers as like ex-convicts and sort mm. of gives them an opportunity and a chance and you're like okay okay right this guy's like he's actually a decent guy he's doing a nice thing and then you sort of you kind of feel as time passes that perhaps he's doing this so that he can take advantage of them in various different ways yeah. um, and you just yeah. sort of swing back and forth the whole way through but that's that's one tiny example of how I felt the whole way through the yeah. series yeah and it was like um, it just you get to the end of an episode and you're like what at the end of the episode and you kind of they do the classic thing that they always do on Netflix where they'll you're kind of thinking oh okay yeah this is good and then suddenly at the end they'll be like right you're going to want to watch the next one straight away see ya and it's like, and you do, you do, um, and it's it, it's you just can't fathom all these things happening. And I I, I want to talk about them, but I don't know whether we're going to go into spoilers yet. But, um, but yeah, it's just it's an incredible array of characters, and not a single one is is just a kind of like make weight kind of thing. They're they're all they've all got their own crazy little little auras about them um no one fades into the background they all have a part to play in everything in 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 what happens and and that's kind of like talking about that this is what happens next thing that netflix do it's like the don't fuck with cats uh which was the kind of last big one that i watched they've kind of nailed this formula of taking a real life story but then manipulating the events and 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 sort of presenting how it plays out to great like dramatic effect and and actually like i found that some of the episodes um of tiger king some of them were more exciting than others but all of them had had their own kind of self-enclosed story that still played into the you know the overall kind of plot of what was going on which is interesting because it's supposed to be a documentary but it's very episodic and, and each episode has a different theme around it yeah yeah um and what's the what's the guy because is it Bhagavan Antle? But what's he got? That's why I've got an IMDb. <laughs> Doc, Doc Antle. Doc, that's it. <laughs> Doc Antle. Doc Antle. And I'm like, oh my good lord. He's basically, he's another um, wildcat part of what they're called? Zoos? They're not zoos. Wild park. Yeah. I, cat yeah, park they're owners. They're um, zoos. And he is just the creepiest man. Like, you could do a documentary just about him and it would be terrifying. And he's... He's such, he's just, he's all a caricature of all the worst bits of people that you know <laughs> or don't even know because he's even he's, more twisted and weird. On paper, on again, on paper, like he should be likeable in comparison to Joe, but he's just like yeah. so deeply, yeah. he's, just, he's just sinister, isn't he? Should, uh, should we go on, I mean, should we, should we go on to sort of spoiler territory now and just discuss some of the episodes yeah. in a bit more detail? We've done so, like, um, 15 minutes, so... Uh, let's let's go into spoiler alert. All right, okay. We'll go into we'll go into a spoiler alert. If you if you uh, have not watched the show at this point and don't want it to be spoiled for you, then then stop listening. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, watch it. Uh, yeah, watch it. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I mean, the, I think a good place to start is episode two, the sort of the cult of personality episode, which uh, going on from the whole Doc Antle thing, where you sort of discover that he's got like multiple wives and joe's got multiple husbands and 
it just becomes this is where it takes a turn for the utterly bizarre like you've been, yeah. you've been introduced to these weird and wonderful characters and they're all absolutely nuts basically but like um, the one thing as well that kind of comes across is like i mean it's not just the animals with um joe it's the fact that he's plying his husbands with drugs <laughs> but <laughs> but like like uh and making music videos <laughs> yeah. but doc antle and um uh who else is there jeff Lowe, who comes in like towards the end of the series and mm. they just like they're just banging everyone because they have baby tigers like it, it's amazing how far you can get with a baby tiger like when, when there's a bit there's a bit in i think it might be the final episode where jeff is uh his wife lauren is is going to give birth soon and he shows the camera like completely oh, shamelessly just shows the camera a picture of the nanny the that nanny. he's got yeah. and she's just like yeah. clear like she's she's got <laughs> boobs out and like yeah. you know face full of makeup and he's like gloating at the camera in front of his wife like there's just, just oh, he's just an incredibly deeply yeah. unlikable person. There's nothing nice about Jeff. You, he's literally yeah, the worst character. You don't, after what we said, actually, yeah, he you do do not like him at all from the word go. So imagine the the thing is, you don't like him just from from how he's portrayed, you know, in the in the show and and, and what you see of him and what you learn about him. Um, but imagine like what he'd actually be like in real life. He's well, like he's, a, he reminds me of a character from Bake, Breaking Bad or like The Sopranos <laughs> or something like that. It's he's the like, fact that he's like a six-year-old man dressed as a twelve-year-old as well that just blows my <laughs> mind. Like he looks like he just loves <laughs> pop punk. <laughs> yeah, he just looks like yeah the singer from Sum Forty One who's been left out in the rain. G- going back sort of to, to sort of the likable characters because there are not there are not many of them in the show. But one thing that we we chatted about briefly the other day is Kelsey. Uh, who's the zookeeper from Joe Exotic's yeah. uh, zoo that gets her arm torn off by a tiger, and um, and we you know we were, we were chatting about that the other day, and I actually reflected on it afterwards. And she had her arm torn off by a tiger, had it amputated, came back to work ten days later, and just to put that in perspective, I broke my collarbone in a um, space opera <laughs> accident space about opera. seven years ago, and I was off work for three weeks and that's with a collarbone but she had her arm torn off yeah yeah so, I by mean, a tiger and yeah she's just double hard really i mean it's crazy and she and that's the thing is that she cared about joe so much and the park that she she claims but that she was like i'm gonna get on with it i don't want people to see me um kind of crying or moping around you know i want to get on with it i want to prove that this is it was an accident and it, you know oh, th- what that is one bit i do love i know that it's so so tragic but when joe <laughs> walks into the gift shop and all the like all the all the american guys are all in the gift shop looking at joe exotic condoms or underwear or whatever and he's like okay guys i'm just gonna put it i'm just gonna put it out there uh one of the keepers has her arm ripped off by a tiger so uh, <laughs> you can either have your money back or take a rain check <laughs> and it's just so good like imagine just being Whoopsie. in the gift shop at like a london zoo and the guy just walks in he's like look guys uh someone's had their arm ripped off so <laughs> do you want a free cuddly Shut- toy or Joe's got like the worst, I mean, like his zoo is the worst zoo ever. So like someone gets their arm ripped off, uh, like all the alligators get burnt to death. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the, just the, terrible. Someone made a good point online, actually. It was like, who builds a TV studio in the alligator enclosure? 
Like, somebody, somebody, somebody wants a moat of alligators around their TV studio. That's what's going on there. It's so funny. They're just right next. But I, okay, so that's another question I had. Is um, is uh, so just to put a bit of context on that. There's uh, there's an episode where uh, they discuss like an arson attack, uh, and a load of computers and video content and a load of alligators uh, go up in flames and, and all burn to death. Um, and and I was just thinking at the time like. That's Rick Kirkman's documentary. He's like, that's all my footage that's gone up in flames. Yeah. If the footage that we got to watch was just the stuff that survived the fire, what the hell was in, like, exactly. in those videos? Because there's yeah, everything. There's everything in that documentary. That's the, that's the other amazing thing about it is every single person has, like, they, they obviously, I, I know the video footage was shot for different times, but every person in it is so utterly... Um, confident in themselves and the way that they present themselves that they literally spill their guts at every moment um on camera yeah so everybody is so unbelievably candid and honest and they spill their guts at every single moment and you, you know they they don't they don't hold back there's no like every single character just tell, just lays everything out there that's you, why it's they, great like that the, the guy who's made the documentary like he was there he lived it and you can see that he's you know so close to all the characters there um and that that must have been incredible. I and mean, it must have been horrific as well to just n- get to know these people over such a, you know, five years of his life. Mm. Just just spending time with these, these <laughs> crazy guys. <laughs> just, and, and like, you could kind of tell that maybe the, the Rick Kirkham, which is a great, it, he's got the, the, the classic like, Anchorman style voice and also name, like Rick Kirkham with sports. And like, he, he bl- blatantly just does loads of drugs as well. Um, and the, just... the only, every single one of them though they're all like on crack or coke yeah, or you can like just tell. it's I, another thing as well that really upset me was um was joe's uh oh cranky what was his what was the name of his husband he had the two husbands he's got two husbands at the same Tra- time there's john finley who's who's kind of hilarious he's like i'm just gonna get interviewed with my top off drinking a beer like on a chair um was it uh, travis what was the, name of the other guy Travis, that was it, Travis. And, uh, and Travis has, like, died, and it's very, very tragic, um, which is one of the, ve- you know, I thought that was one of the sad, kind of, the big, shocking and, and very sad moments of the, of the series. Um, but he dies, and then he finds somebody else, and he marries them, and they're talking about it, and then you realise it's two months after Travis died. Yeah. Literally two months. The bed was still warm. Yeah. And Joe Exotic is like, i, I got to get me some more of that. You know, he's like... <laughs> I love it at Travis's funeral as well, where he's just like, you know, he's just such a great guy. I'd be working in the office and he'd come in and he'd, he'd just put his balls on my face. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like his mum is like in tears in the front row and you're telling his mum his, about his de- her dead son that he put his balls in you. Everybody saw those balls. They were like golden nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, <laughs> that's what I want my funeral to be like. Not to be known for putting my balls on people, but just to have that much, uh, that a great speech done by someone like that. By Joe, Joe Exotic. By Joe Exotic. And, and, you know, and that's the, and that's sort of the, um, that's the thing about Joe and like the whole way through is you're like, is it, did he deserve to go to prison? Is it tragic? Yeah. Has he been set up? Which is what the final sort of episode is about, is mm. questioning it. Has he been set up? And, and on that topic, um, what's his name? The, um, uh, the Jeff's handyman. Is it Alan? Oh, hang on. Uh, Alan, yeah, Alan Glover. Alan Glover. He's the most unsettling man in the whole documentary. He is a weird dude, isn't he? He's and, a stone and then they interview cold, him in, in a jacuzzi 
in a jacuzzi yeah. for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. They just choose to interview him in a jacuzzi. What the fuck is that all about? Yeah, and and you know that's ultimately what the what the th- what the whole thing is about. You're like, is Joe Joe's this kind of larger than life character? He runs for president at one point. He uh, burns, you know, his alligators burn to death. Uh, he's got three husbands. They love meth. He puts padlocks on the end of his penis, which for somebody who enjoys escape rooms, I found that that was a great moment for that's me. That's a new to know escape that. room. Surely him. that's a new escape room. Uh, uh, <laughs> padlock on the padlock. end of your Prince Albert. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, ultimately, like he ends up in prison and, and you're left with this kind of feeling. Is did, did he deserve it or didn't he? Because even though he... Um, even though the the implication is that perhaps he's been set up, and even though you sort of learn to love him and there are lots of lovable things about him over the series, he's also a deeply unlikable person. And some of the stuff that he says about Carol and, and post online is yeah, like deeply horrific. disturbing and, and deeply wrong. It's and, awful. And she like she's dealt with it, obviously, with lawyers and she's thrown her money at it and everything. But like she's she's dealt with it incredibly well. Like the fact that I mean, I know she's a bit woo, but um like her and her husband have had to put up with some serious stuff. I mean, he shot like effigies of her on his show, and like it's just crazy. Like, and it's horrific. And to go through that and to still come out the other side, and she's still smiling, and like it doesn't affect me. You know, my um, my enemies just make me stronger. Whatever she says, that quote, and it was like bloody hell. Like I'd be in pieces, well, quite literally, probably at the end of the alligator area in the TV studio, but um. Yeah, I just, I th- I thought, yeah, they, they do come out of the other side of that and they, they do everything, although they're quite crafty in some of the ways that they legally get with people, mm. get get with people, get um get to people. Get people. Um, I thought, you know, they did everything in the right way and like you could easily just rise to it, um, but they, they, they kind of do, but I don't know. Although unfortunately, Howard's the most boring character in the whole of the do- uh, whole of the documentary. I keep calling them characters. They are real people. They're not characters. Well, they are, they are characters as well, I suppose. But Howard is is pretty pretty boring, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty boring. He's very boring, and he's just and she, if he was following me around all day, just kind of monotonely murmuring at me, I think I'd, I'd I don't know what I'd do. I'd give him to Joe Exotic just to do with whatever, whatever he chooses. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, we're coming up to 20, nearly nearly half an hour. So, should we? Should it, we? How, let's. Should we give it a score? Should we give it a score out of uh, what we're giving out of ten? Out of five. I'm out. I'm a. So I believe very much in out. I mean, I'm happy to. I'm happy to go out of ten if you want. But I'm a firm believer in out of five because there's no messing around. Basically, five is like unforgettable. Tell everybody about it. Four is like you'd probably watch it again at some point. Very good. Three is like. I enjoyed that. If I was on a plane or it was on the background at Christmas, I might catch the end of it. Two is like, I didn't regret watching it, but it wasn't particularly good. And one is like, I'm never going to watch that ever again. It was awful. All right. Um, I, if you're I, fond about I, 10, though, we can go with 10. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Okay. So I would say um, it's got to be five. It's got to be five out of five. I know there's, there's, there was an episode kind of near the middle where I was kind of like, oh, okay, it's getting a little bit like, all right, I see. And then it just ramps up again. So I, th- I think it's got to be a five for me. What do you reckon? I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a four. I'm going to go with a four. What was it because lacking? Because I, I, there were just a couple of episodes that, uh, there were just a couple of episodes that didn't quite grab me. Um, and, 
No, but now I feel, I feel so conflicted. We should have done out of 10. I would have given it a nine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, like, it's, I, it's just a, think about the, the amount of characters in a documentary. Yeah, like, do you know like, what? Like, no, no, do you know what? I'm going to give it a five. If I'm going, if, as, as far as documentaries go, if I'm measuring it in, in a document about, you know, looking at other documentaries, it's five out of five. The characters are unbelievable. The story is unbelievable. Um, you know, the insight and, and the sort of, the fact that you get to inhabit the world that all of these people are in is is incredible like it's yeah it's ridiculous five out of five i'll go with that there you go we highly recommend this so um if you will probably set up like a facebook page for this podcast maybe um and some other social bits so um once this goes live which whenever that will be um we'll put all of our contact stuff in the show notes and then anyone who disagrees with us or would like to chat further on there just like drop us a message or a comment down there and um and we will gladly chat about tiger king till the tigers come home so tell us what you think <laughs> okay uh, yeah so you've been listening to the stream engine podcast with dave rave and dave neil and um thank you very much for listening uh this will hopefully be the first of many so um we appreciate you listening and sharing and liking It's been lovely sharing uh, our thoughts with you. It's been marvellous. We look forward to doing it lots more times. Bye. See you soon. Like and subscribe.